Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. It's that time. It's that time again. It must be Monday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. It's that time to talk about that real estate talk. We got a nice show for you tonight. We got Miss Danny Lou about to come in and tell you about her very first wholesale deal where she did a real estate transaction. No money needed out of pocket. No credit needed. Just some specialized knowledge to know how to get a deal closed and made a $34,000 spread on her very first deal. That's right. That's a big spread. 34K on one spread of a deal. People work two, three years to make that kind of money. We're going to go into deep detail on that and more. So if you're joining in for the first time, or even if you're a repeat watcher, drop in the comments your name and where you're coming in from, and we'll give you a shout out before we get started on the show. We're streaming live on Facebook on my personal page, streaming live on Facebook on my Chris Monroe Show page, streaming live on the Woke Real Estate Investors Group on Facebook, streaming live on YouTube, streaming live on IG at Chris Monroe STL. So we're streaming worldwide to bring you some good stuff. So it's about that time. Let's get it popping. And we have. And we have. And we have. Mr. I stay. Woke, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. Tonight, we're going to be joined by Miss Danny Lou. I'm going to tell you about her very first wholesale transaction, wholesale real estate transaction, and we're going to get people like you that may be looking to get into this real estate to say, how does this work? How do you find somebody who wants to sell their house? How do you negotiate a price? How do you lock them up under contract, sell that contract for a profit and make money? Because that's going to change your life. You know, money isn't everything, but it happens to be right up there with oxygen. Let's see who we got up in here. We got a, uh, let's see, Daniel. What's up, Daniel? I see you down in, what is the 757? Oh, he from up there where Danny Lewis from in Virginia. I see you. I see you. It's Monday. That's right. So, yeah, we're going to get it started here. Without further ado, let's get in. Miss Danny Lou. What's up, Miss Danny? How are you? Hey, what's going on? How are you today on this Monday? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, Chris? Good, good. Just, uh, you know, just locked up another deal and get ready to close another deal on Christmas week. How about that? That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Sounds good to me. That's right. That's right. So for people who may not know who you are, uh, give a little bit of background on who you are. What were you doing before you found this real estate world? And just tell people a little bit about yourself. OK, well, my name is Danielle, but a lot of people know me as Danny Lou on social media uh, platforms. And prior to coming to Virginia, which is where I started my real estate journey, um, I lived in Florida all my life. I uh, came up here to Virginia, started working in uh, insurance, but I figured in order to become financially free, independent, and make my own money, I needed to do something. Uh, my nine to five. So what I did was um, linked up with people like Chris um, online, did a lot of studying, a lot of reading, and just got right into it without fear. It took me about, you know, five months to actually start my real estate journey, but I'm here and $34,000 richer, honey. <laughs> Dang, there you go, Miss Danny Lou. So yeah, so you say you worked in real estate, uh, in uh, insurance, so you were doing some type of sales already. Is that what you're saying? Say that again. So you were already uh, working in insurance, which is some types of sales background. Is that what you're doing in insurance? Yeah, I'm still in insurance. I haven't left yet. Um, everybody don't have Chris Monroe money. So I'm still here. <laughs> oh, no, not yet. I ain't there yet. I'm on the way. I'm not going. yet, right, right. So not I'm yet. still working in insurance. Um, I sell multiple lines of insurance. I do love what I do. But insurance is not going to get me to where I want to be uh, financially. So, yeah. 
So, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. You know, uh, I always see that people that come from a sales background have an easier job in moving over into something like this because this is sales and marketing as well. So, you know, when you can communicate with people, actually, um, you know, help people out and actually sell them and close them on stuff, it kind of helps. Don't you agree? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, being that I know how to develop a rapport with people, um, have those simple conversations is actually a part of my job with what I do now. It is a little easier to pivot or transition into um, getting individuals to know what you do and trying to sell them. But my job, my career really has helped me um, develop leads in real estate, but it really 100% hands down helped me with my first deal as well. Yeah, that stuff helps out because that's what happened with me. I had a background in selling furniture, collectibles, antique stuff like that, you know, plus the auctioneer background. All of that stuff kind of helps when you're able to deal with people and talk to people. You know, I just noticed that it kind of helped me. So I know it had to help you to have that kind of a sales background. And so you right, said, uh, right. yeah, and so you did mention a second ago something about, um, you know, you had some goals and dreams of doing something bigger than uh, what you were doing now. What, what is that? You want to be in real estate full time or what kind of uh, plan do you have for going toward the future? Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match, not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Um, well, actually, um, I started on my entrepreneurial journey about five years ago in uh, Florida with myself and my um, ex-husband at the time. And I quit my job, right? And it was a high-paying corporate job. And um, he was upset and mad, but I had this feeling in my heart and in my mind that I wanted to be financially independent. And I initially started it then, and we started with a little t-shirt company. Um, he was a graphic design artist, and he still is. So I said, darling, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build our business based off of our skills. And I was good at marketing. I was good at meeting people and going out there. And of course, he was the uh, artist behind the brand. So we started that. That went great. Um, things happened. Uh, I transitioned here to Virginia. I kept it going. Um, I'm pretty sure if some of you have followed my Facebook page or my IG, Danny Lou Vibes, you've seen that um, I make Zodiac uh, t-shirts for the uh, different signs of the Zodiac. So that's one of my entrepreneurial endeavors that I have generated income, but nothing like what I've made thus far in real estate. So real estate is definitely a game changer. It changes Absolutely. everything. Like that would be the same work I was doing over here, but got a way bigger jump. Like it changes everything. Well, you know what, Chris? Not even the same amount of work and energy. It's more so with real estate. Um, by the way, I'm not a salesman either, but it, it was more so the people skills that you have. You only really need people skills and you need to develop a team. Like I couldn't have done this deal without Chris, someone I met a few years ago on social media and just built a virtual relationship. But at the same time, it's just building relationships with people, um, getting to know people, know people, establishing those rapports and um, having individuals on your team in which you trust. You're not an island to yourself, but at the same time, you really do have to get out and just develop relationships. That's right. Relationship building, rapport building, helping people, all of that stuff helps out step by step. All right, Miss Danny. So tell me, uh, uh, so let's go into a little bit on how you found this deal, how you were able to work out the details of getting under contract, the details, the nitty, nitty gritty for people that are afraid, like, I don't know if I want to put something under contract. How did you go about making this come together? Well, um, I did not have any idea how to obtain 
these uh, contracts for wholesaling because traditional realtors don't have these types of contracts. So I reached out to uh, Chris Monroe. I also reached out to Noelle Randall. I have to give her a shout out. I um, and She's a woman who actually does coaching for other women in real estate. So I have to give Noelle Randall a shout out. She was a big help as well. But the actual contracts uh, that I got, I got them for, from Chris. I had no idea where to turn, what to do. But I knew my boy Chris was going to come through because we had spoke about this months prior to me actually jumping into it. I'm like, hey, Chris, I'm coming for you, man, whenever <laughs> I need you. And he gave me his word that he would be there to assist and he did. Um, but I met the gentleman, he was a prior, uh, customer or policyholder of mine and he wasn't anymore, but I had established a relationship with him outside of where I worked and we just kept it up and in conversation, he told me about the house, right? Um, simple conversation. You're going to hear me say, say that a lot because you let a person talk, they'll tell you everything you need to know about them. So in simple conversation, he told me about a house that he had inherited and he really didn't want it or he wanted to sell it and move back to uh, out of state. So I said to him, hey, uh, Chris, believe it or not, it's his name as well. If you consider selling your house, um, just let me know. And I will get you your asking price, no questions asked. And the thing is, this gentleman actually had a lot of investors come to him and was trying to get him to sell his house for about $20,000 less than what I was able to get him. And um, he finally agreed after just spending a little time with me and understanding who I was. And after I showed him that I was going to be able to get him his asking price, um, no additional fees, no additional commission would be paid to me. I got him to sign the contract based off of my word, but him trusting me, trusting in me. And that trust was built strictly on me developing a relationship and rapport with him. So that's how I got the house on a contract. I wow. had not, I had nothing to, um, well, put it this way, I didn't go out and buy lead system, which is great. I didn't go driving for dollars or anything. I didn't post any bandit signs out. This one was strictly off a of conversation and developing a relationship with someone I had knew. Wow. And that's how I got leads, just based off the people that know me already and having these simple conversations with them. So he was one I didn't spend any money to get this deal whatsoever, not even with marketing. So it sounds like your network is your net worth. You just talk to some people, talk to someone you knew and, you know, told them what you can do. And they were, you know, you built a good enough rapport that they say, well, you know what? I trust you, Danny. I think you can do it. And they just went on and did it because right. I see some people get afraid. Like, I don't really want to put it under contract or I want to, you know, do this other thing. I'm like, you can't be afraid. Were you afraid at all, Danny? The only fear that I had was that this was I feared the change and the success that, that was going to come uh, with this. And I feared just doing something new. But I knew based on my word, I was going to make it happen. And I had people like Chris. I ain't trying to give you too many shout outs, but I have to give credit where credit is due. I had people like Chris on my side that I built confidence in and I knew that they were going to help me through it, through it all. So um, the only fear, again, was the fear of success, which I had to let that go. And the fear of just this change in my life and stepping out there in this new um, industry, but I had people on my side. So it wasn't a fear of doing it. It was not doing it is what I was fearing, to be honest with you. I couldn't mm. afford to not do what I had to do. So. Um, All right. And I know you said uh, that you were trying for about four months or so to try to get into the real estate. What is it that you feel like was stopping you at that point? Was it that you were just doing more research to try to learn how to do it? Or you felt like it was something stopping you? Well, it was research. Um, I'm not the type of person that would dive into something I'm unfamiliar with. And 
I love to read <laughs> and watch and listen to lectures so I understand what I'm saying and I understand what I'm about to be doing. So it took me that long time to actually develop an understanding of what I was doing, uh, making sure everything was legit before I actually went out there to try to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to know what you're doing, at least, you know, I tell people to at least get a good baseline knowledge, a good, you know, just the basics. And then you'll figure out the rest as you go, because there's so many things and twists and turns, as we're going to probably talk about here during this stream, the things that could change and dates change and title things and people moving out and slow <laughs> and all type of stuff. So, um, right. you know, yeah, go into a little bit of that. Uh, while you were going through this uh, whole deal, you get the house under contract. Um, so you, so he asked, how much did you get it under contract for? 50,000. So is that what he wanted or was that about, you know, what, what did he want for the house? Oh, that's what, that's what he wanted. Um, people were trying to lowball him. So initially the, uh, individuals that came out to the property, they too didn't want to pay the full asking price. But I gave him my word and I said, and Chris, you know this, I told him, I gave him my word that I'm going to get him 50. So if I have to keep trying, I'm going to get this man his 50,000. So um, 50K was the amount that I was able to get the house on the contract for. And the additional fee is, is pretty much extra for us. But yeah. So what do you think that house was worth fixed up uh, the ARV or after repair value? What do you think it would be worth all fixed up in good condition? All fixed up about 206. Um, that's well, I would say 190 is modest. Uh, 206 for sure. Uh, 225 was another comp that I seen that actually the investor that bought the property was going for. I bet he was. So he bought a house for fifty thousand. Fixed up is worth about two hundred thousand, approximately. And uh, about how much do you think it would take in repairs to get it up to that standard? Probably forty to fifty. It depends on if they wanted to go in and um, change the cosmetic. Well, I would say change if if I can say this, the logistics of the house where thing is where things are located. Um, I know they were trying to change a lot to bring the house back up to code, if you will, for 2019. Mm -hmm. um, so probably they were looking at 40 to maybe 70,000 in repairs. Wow. 40 on the modest end, 70 at the just doing extra stuff to make the house lavish. Wow. So basically they're going to they have a potential to make uh, quite a big penny if they can pull all this off, huh? Correct. That is correct. That's why they like to flip a house. So buy for 50, put about, you say 70 in it. That's what, 120. They're, uh, right. yeah, yeah, they're in there. Buy for 50, put 70 in it. That's 120. Okay. 120. Oh, okay. Plus the assignment fee of uh, 34. So they were in it for 84 plus 70. Let me get my calculator. That's 154. 154. Look at that. So they'll make at least 50000 on this house. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh -huh. does, that, does that make you want to get into the fix and flip, or you like this wholesaling <laughs> stuff a little better? Well, it does excite me, and it's very enticing. But at this time, um, I'm building, again, that team of investors, carpenters, contractors, that when I do get into it, they'll be doing the work. And I have them all set and ready to go. So right now I'm trying to build my capital and um, wholesaling for me is a great entry level and it's also lucrative. Um, I prefer flipping contracts than flipping properties. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now I'm kind of comfortable, even though I, I'm willing to get out of my comfort, uh, comfort zone, but right now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right, not trying right. to go there yet, not just yet. I understand that definitely. And so, um, are you doing something now to try to find other potential motivated sellers and things like that? Yes, I am actually. I'm. Uh... Can you hear me, Chris? Yeah, they keep calling and dinging in your phone, huh? <laughs> oh, you can see that? <laughs> no, I, I, we can see exactly what they said. Ooh, what they say that for? No, I'm just playing. I we know, can only hear. I know, man. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm actually, I'm still working on a couple of things. Now, what I did do, I went out and bought some um, business cards. So I have a lot of leads calling in. I'll say this. I didn't drive for dollars for this particular deal that we're talking about today. But after I drove for dollars one day, just one day, and um, I had a gentleman tell me about two houses that he wants. Now, these are a bit more expensive. And it's, uh, you know, again, the flip is pretty lucrative as well. But I do have leads coming into me right now. And I'm I'm really not doing anything, to be honest with you. Mm. So you got leads coming like, in and you're not doing anything with them? Oh, no. No, no. What I'm saying is I'm not marketing or anything. Oh. They're just coming to me. So I'm pretty sure if I was out there hustling and grinding, I'll be getting it in. But I'm a single mom, right? I have two kids. Um, I have a nine to five as well. So I have a lot going on and I really don't have the time to do this whole selling thing full time. But with the results that I'm getting, the leads that's coming to me and me putting my name out there based on getting involved in this community and helping, literally genuinely helping the people in the community. I have these simple conversations. I tell them what I do in addition to my nine to five. And that's how my leads are coming in. So you're doing more so word of mouth, uh, beating the pavement, boots on the ground. Hey, yeah, I can help you sell your house or I would like to buy your house. Are you positioning yourself as the buyer or you say I'm going to help you sell your house? Or what kind of words are you saying to people? Um, help, right? I can help you with that. Um, I have investors and partners that's uh, willing to come and take a look. And if it's something that they want. Um, you know, we can write up a contract for it, but right now I actually do have investors on my team that wants me to go out there and look at properties for them, you know, bring them properties that they want to buy, including land. So I've developed these relationships already with these individuals. So I really don't have to do much because they also tell me about potential properties that's being sold in the area or that they own. Um, so that's what I'm doing. So yeah, I tell them what I do. They come to me for certain things um, because I do help them in other ways. And then it's kind of like an exchange of information and an exchange of energy as well that I have with these people. We are exchanging. It's just that at this time, um, our exchange happened to be literally real estate, <laughs> mm, which nobody can get away from. You know, like I hear people say all the time, I don't really want to get into real estate. I don't know real estate or I don't want to. And I'm like, well, one thing is you can't escape it. You're not leaving the planet Earth. You're going to be here. You got to live somewhere. You're probably going to work somewhere. Real estate ain't going nowhere. So get on the other side of that equation and receive some of the benefits instead of just paying out all the time. Wouldn't that be smarter of just a person? I mean, when you think about it. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be, on but, you know, we perish because of lack, of lack of knowledge. So a lot of us, just like myself, a lot of us fear the unknown. I used to be this way, right? A lot of us fear the unknown. So we, we want to stay in our comfort zones and do what's comfortable to us. And what I've found is that 90% of the world's comfort zone is literally working for someone else and building dynasties for someone else, being workers for someone else. And they don't know or either do know and don't want to be the workers in their own lives for themselves. So for me, I have this saying where peace, love, light, blessings, prosperity, growth abundance. I want to see that in your life, but I also want to see it in mine. So me just honing in on it, focusing in on it, that's ex that's uh, essentially what I am channeling in my own life. I'm going to it. Uh, this is not something that's going to be given to you. This is something that you have to create and you have to be bold enough to claim it. You have to be bold enough to go out there and get it. And you have to be bold enough to accept that it is for you. It's for you. Just because you don't know about it does not mean it's not for you. Just because mm. you haven't heard about it does not mean it's not for you. This is for anyone who wants financial independence. 
um, who wants that freedom and success. It's, it's for you. Everyone should, you know, want this in their lives. They should want that freedom. We all yearn that freedom, but what we do what it takes to be great. <laughs> yep. So everybody that's watching here, make sure you like and share and subscribe if you haven't already. If you uh, have any questions, put them in the comments. We'll get to them before we wrap up the uh, interview here. So Danny, um, when you got this deal under contract, what were some of the ways you were able to go about trying to locate and find a cash buyer? Well, um, initially I had a realtor that I knew and he brought the deal to a gentleman. <laughs> he brought the deal to a gentleman and um, that gentleman accepted and agreed that he wanted to purchase the property, but he didn't because he was someone who did fix and flips throughout the area. He was busy. So um, I was waiting literally a month on this individual to go ahead, put in the earnest money deposit, and let's get the house sold to him. Mm -hmm. So when I market a deal, and when I did market this deal, I did not reach out to multiple cash buyers. It was the first one that came to me. He said, okay, I wanted it. And that individual, I actually put everything else on hold for him. I would advise you not to do that, right? Because what I had found after telling my boy Chris about what was going on, Chris said, "Is not what what you what did you say, Chris?" Until, Until they the sign deposit is dropped, the marketing don't stop. <laughs> right. Until a deposit is dropped, the marketing doesn't stop. So this gentleman never gave me his earnest money deposit. So. I stopped it, even though he did not give it to me. And as soon as I told Chris about it, he told me that I said it makes sense. Chris sent me over um, his JV contract with his joint venture. That means we did this deal together. And within, I don't know, a couple of days, we had new investors coming in. And it just so happened, one of the investors that came in, um, actually, we had the house under contract for a higher price. But after we lowered the um, price that we were trying to get it for, one of the investors that Chris had brought in, um, he went ahead and, and brought it from us. So I would strongly advise you, if this is something that you're getting into, just know that never, ever, ever stop marketing your deal, meaning reaching out to individuals who may want to buy it reaching out to developers, reaching out to cash buyers. Uh, these are people that buy and flip homes. These are the individuals that you reach out to to pretty much buy the house from you. Never, ever stop reaching out to them um, if someone just tells you they want to buy it. Make oh, okay. sure they give you a earnest money deposit. Then you can stop marketing for a while because that deposit lets them know and you know that this person is serious about purchasing this property. So That's that was right. the, that was very important for me to learn. And um, I learned and recovered. And, you know, thankfully the gentleman that was going to purchase the property from me, um, I ended up getting much more money when Chris brought a buyer to the table. So um, I thought I was losing out, but I did. I got more than what I would have gotten with that gentleman anyways. Yeah, very important to position yourself correctly. Just as good as it is to learn how to talk to sellers and negotiate a low price, you have to learn how to talk to cash buyers and, and tell them, you know, I'm serious. You know, if you really want this deal, put some skin in the game, put in that EMD, drop it in in escrow, or some people even get it paid straight to themselves. I always put mine in escrow with the title company. Um and that lets you know they're serious. Do that assignment agreement and do that uh that that down payment. Because or if they don't put any money in, I mean, how you know if they're gonna do it? It's just talk. I've even had people come to me and say, "Oh, I'll give you a hundred dollars and all this." And I'm like, "Um, I'm not the seller. I'm not a motivated seller. Don't talk to me like that." <laughs> they try to little oak me. <laughs> right, right. So you gotta be, right. you know, you gotta be smart about that. So uh, you do. And yeah, to add to the finding a cash buyer, so. Uh, so like she said, uh, we JV, this is actually my first virtual JV deal, I guess you would say out of town. I've done some, you know, locally, but out of town like this. Uh, so I actually pulled some cash buyers lists 
and some networking that I was able to do myself to reach out to people I know. Because, you know, I'm on the Internet here, so everybody should know me. Right. So I'm like, hey, who do I know in this market? Who do I know in this market? Who do I know over here? So I got to give a shout out to my bro, Dutch Jackson, down in Dallas. He was down there, even though he's from St. Louis. He uh, actually I, I was talking to him about some other stuff and I was telling him, you know, about the deals that we're working on now. And he was like, oh, you got some in Virginia. I think I know somebody up there. He connected me to Amberly. 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 Yeah. And Amberly, uh, actually her and her partner, Tony, are the ones who went and put it out to their list. And nobody wanted to get it off their list. So they had to do some other creative marketing to actually attract a buyer and get it sold. So it, it had a lot of moving parts. So I kicked Dutch Jackson down some money. Uh, everybody got to eat off of this. So they all happy. Everybody was smiling for Christmas, I guess, even though it was a couple of weeks ago. So everybody's happy with it. And uh, like I said, I had to jump through hoops. She had to jump through hoops. Everybody doing stuff. So that's the thing. You got to keep on grinding. Even though you may get told no, you may get some objections or some problems or some obstacles. You just keep on going. You don't stop. Wouldn't you agree, Danny? Absolutely. Um, and that's one thing that my current job has uh, taught me. You're not looking for the, well, you, you shouldn't care about the no's because you're looking for the yes. And it may take 10 no's to get to the yes. So if you call eight people in a row, reach out to eight different investors, they're giving you no's, just know that you're one no closer to that yes. So don't mind the no's. Welcome the no's because it, sometimes it takes those no's for the yes. And I forget and I always keep forgetting. Yes. Shout out to Amber Lee. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Edward, too. Um, and Chris, I already gave you a shout out, so I'm going to stop shouting you out. But yes, shout out to Tony, Amber Lee, Edward. Thank you guys for that. Um, it was a pretty decent deal. I want to thank myself. <laughs> for making it happen as well i want to thank myself for believing in myself um this is totally new and i knew it was for me based on what i was sensing and feeling so shout out to me for being the person that said yes i deserve better i deserve more and i'm gonna get this money so, i know that's right because there's nothing but opportunity out here because there's people that's actually hurting you know that may need our help and a lot of people try to look down and say oh you're investors or you wholesalers you're no good but we provide a lot of value to the marketplace. The whole thing of real estate is built off of wholesaling. You know, it's the ground level, entry level thing. You know, anybody that's buying a property for an investment, you're going to buy it on a wholesale price. You're not buying it retail. So you're going to come across somebody that either wholesaled it to you or you found it at a wholesale deal. There's you have to do it. You know, it's just inevitable. And so a lot of people try to talk bad about it. And, you know, they just are misinformed. We solve problems for people. We really do solve problems for people, even ourselves. I mean, everyone is human. Everyone is is a person. Me, my issue uh, prior to me getting this deal was I wanted to purchase my first home for myself. And yeah, I make pretty decent money, but not enough. It wasn't enough for me to feel comfortable purchasing this home that um, I've purchased. And my wholesale deal helped me do that. You understand? So I helped myself, but I also helped the gentleman that was trying to sell his house. Again, I told y'all, investors were coming to this guy, lowballing him, saying, oh, we'll give you 30. It's only worth 30. But I told him and I showed him because I'm very transparent and I could have potentially lost the deal. But for me, I want to be honest because my integrity is everything. And he didn't just... Um, allow me to put the house under contract because he knew me, but because of what I showed him and what I was trying to do for him to help in service that I was providing. He wasn't just someone I was trying to buy his house from him. He was someone I was trying to help. He sensed that, he felt that, and that's what allowed him, uh, whatever was in him, to accept and agree to do business with me. So that's how that was. And, you know, I'm going to continue to do the same thing wherever I go, um, whether it's on the East Coast or West Coast, from Virginia to Florida, to Dallas, wherever. Look That's at you, Danny Lou, worldwide on them. You don't know where hey, we're going to see you at next. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that makes perfect sense. Solving problems, helping people. That's what we're all about. And that's what I try to do every day as well. How can I provide value to your life? Because the more people you help, 
the more you'll make. The money's going to come. And so chasing all right. to go get money and beat people up on price and hurt them and try to scam right. them and all of that. You don't need to do all of that. There's people right, out here that right. can help. You can actually help and provide value to. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that makes total sense. Okay. And let's see. I think we got a couple of questions coming in over here. Let's see what we got here. There's some people dropping in some stuff here. Uh, let's see. Uh, who is that? Oh, somebody just closed their first deal. No, I just closed my seventh wholesale deal and you're three months in. Wow. Congratulations, Alex. Yeah. Congratulations, Alex. That's awesome, man. What Dang. you doing? Where you at? I'm saying, let me get in. You're trying to catch hey. up with me. I did 17 deals in one year and I thought I was doing something. You're trying to pass me up. Better slow down, man. <laughs> Well, Chris, I'm gonna be honest. I'm trying to hit 20 uh, before what's this December of next year, man. I know. Hey, you gotta set a goal. If you don't have a goal on where you're going, where you going? And that's just two a month. That's all. It's easy, two two a month, especially you know, especially that's if you're working by yourself. Head. You know, there's people doing that much in a week. You know what I mean? It's like you know they got teams and stuff, though. You know that's crazy. All right, Daniel says, "What lead did she go after?" Uh, I guess he was asking about. When you're marketing now, what type? Uh, I guess you said driving for dollars, and what other ways are you getting leads? Um, I, again, it's pretty much word of mouth because I'm pretty much establishing myself in this local community, and I am faced day to day with people of the community and helping them in many different ways. So just having those simple conversations with them, letting them know what I do is what's driving leads to me. At this time, the only money that I've spent as far as marketing goes is purchasing some business cards. That's it. Oh, yeah. I think I saw your business card. Uh, you posted it up in the woke real estate investors group. It looked great. You designed that yourself? Yeah, honey, let me um show you. Yeah, well, it was off of Vista Print. I just didn't want everybody to, uh, you know, <laughs> I want it because everybody was like, I need that card in my life. <laughs> Dang. So this is it right here. Can you see it? Oh, okay. Like a, uh, is, is it, it looks gold? like money. Hold it on, like let me see because the glare. All right. So. Dang. You probably can't see it. Well, you can see it, but the glare is kind of messing it up. But it is kind of like metallic as well. So it looks like a dollar. It so like it's money. So you would consider that to be like a quality product because, you know, when you hand somebody a business card and they feel it, they just they they know if you're cheap, you got this flimsy stuff. But if you handle something right. with some good thick stock paper, feels good. It feels good in your hand. It's smooth all the way around and all that. It makes them want to do business with you. Wouldn't you agree? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. And so, uh, have you been getting calls from those uh, those cars that you've been handing out already? I've gotten two calls. I actually haven't handed them out. <laughs> I just got them and what I did do was post them at a laundromat. So oh, wow. I did do that. I went to a laundromat that I was going to uh, when my washing machine broke down and um, I posted a, a few there. And I also patronized a uh, black business here and I put, I put some there. So I've gotten two calls thus far from them. Um, and I just put them out about two weeks ago. That's cool. That's cool. That makes sense. So yeah, that's definitely something good there. So you got to stay marketing no matter what. That's the tricky thing with this thing because you don't know when somebody's ready to go. Like today, I think we got like three leads in and I'm like, where are they? Are three uh, people that you know came in as an actual lead, meaning they spoke to my virtual assistant and actually answered all the questions that came in and say, yes, I want to sell my house. Like where are all these people popping up from? All of a sudden, you don't know when they're going to show up. Sometimes it's on a Monday, sometimes it's on a Sunday. So you just have to keep your marketing active and let the leads come to you. Right. So, um, absolutely. So yeah, that'll work. So like I say, anybody that's watching, make sure you like this video and uh, share it out if you can as well. Let's see if we got any other questions in here. I saw another couple of questions here. Let's see here. Danny. Is that's so gangster of you? Congrats. When is your next projected deal? How will you decide or how will you dedicate to close in 2020? Um, well, thank you so much for the shout out. Um, my next projected deal. Well, I'm actually working on one now. Um, it's a fourplex, 
and I'm trying to wholesale it with a, a friend of mine, right? But we're supposed to be closing, if not by the end of this month, the first of next month. Um, and again, it's a fourplex, so it's a lot of different um, aspects of this one that we're, we're trying to figure out, especially with the numbers that um, the seller's asking for in our calculations. So, How did you come across that deal? Where'd you find that one at? This one, I actually rolled past it and someone was selling a house. So I did learn that when someone has a sign or for sale sign and it's usually the owner, those are great leads for you to follow up on or prospects. And I seen it right down the road from my job in a very decent area um, that's getting revitalized, if you will. And I reached out to one of my investor friends who um, actually is purchasing a lot of duplexes, fourplexes, going into commercial properties. Shout out to Larry Pendleton and Next Level Investments. Um, and he's looking at that now to uh, purchase. So as I told you, I have an exchange going on with different investors and myself. We bring each other properties and we work out deals that way. So this one uh, potentially by the end of the month, if not the first of next month. So you already got them. You got them under contract and found a buyer for it already. Well, um, technically, I don't have it on the contract um, with this deal as well. Let me tell you what I do. Not every wholesale deal that I bring to the table, I'm trying to get money off of uh, because I want to build relationship with the individuals, the companies, the businesses that I want to build relationships with in this arena of real estate, I'm not trying to make money off every deal. If I can obtain some knowledge from these individuals, that to me is just as valuable as money. So I'm willing to exchange in whatever capacity that we can in order to get the deal done, but to also establish these relationships. So I don't have it on a contract. We met with a gentleman. I gave all of that information to the individual that's purchasing it. So the deal is definitely um, going through. But again, I, I just don't have it on the contract. No. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So if you're not getting any money for it, don't, I guess you don't need to. But if you are planning on getting money from any of these deals, I always suggest people to get paperwork on these deals. You know, that's if you're right. going to do a JV or, you know, any type of, uh, agreement with the seller or a buyer, always get that stuff in writing because real estate breathes through paperwork. The paperwork makes that paperwork. So let me ask you this, uh, Miss Danny, uh, what kind of mistakes do you feel like you have made and what have you uh, actually learned from while dealing in real estate so far? Well, one mistake that I made right off the bat was telling people my vision that didn't have any idea what wholesaling was. And, um, just having an inkling of a thought that they may be right. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I am doing something wrong. So telling my vision, my dream, and what I was trying to do to individuals that didn't believe in it themselves or me. Um, also, being too quick to talk about different things that I had going on with this particular deal because I had an individual working beside me that was very experienced in real estate um, he was actually an agent and um, initially he wanted to get um, $20,000 from the deal right mm -hmm. which was insane to me because I know that real estate agents are used to that three to six percent of the deal um, total uh, you know cash price or whatever the case may be so just being around individuals that were more experienced than me, but I really didn't trust with the information um, and just trying to hurry up and tell people about what I was doing. So I kind of ran into a stumbling block that way because I was being taken advantage of. But I thank God I did not sign any agreements with these individuals. And what I've learned is to have people in your corner that you actually trust because some of these deals can change lives of multiple people. That's how big they can be. So when you're dealing with big numbers that people are not used to getting, sometimes you can get 
um, done in and taken advantage of by other people. So I learned for sure to trust myself, trust in the process, but also have people by my side working these deals that I actually trust. And I wouldn't second guess or question them about anything else that's happening. Yeah, because I mean, you got you talking about money. People start acting funny, and you don't want to be That's doing right. that. <laughs> like, dang, you <laughs> slit your own mama throat for five dollars. These people crazy, <laughs> but you can't be doing that, man. Like, but you know, I mean, I guess that's you know part Chris, of the thing. Listen, you dead serious, man? I was looking like what? Listen, when I actually seen it, I'm like, okay. All right, you know how people in the cartoons and in the movies they have to, you know, w- like wipe their eyes to make sure they're seeing right. I was like, is this real? Is this guy really trying to get over on me just like this while I'm sitting in front of him? So I had to really take this information in, and it's one thing I would implore anyone to do. It's when you are playing ignorant or you don't know what's going on, watch what someone does with that information. Don't always come off like a know-it-all, though you may know very well what's on the table before you, but play dumb sometimes and just watch what people do with that ignorance. You'll watch whether people have high regards for integrity, and that's if they are just transparent with you and it's doing everything in honesty and right, or they may just be trying to get over on you because they think that you don't know what's going on. So I would definitely, definitely tell you to take note of that in this business. Watch what people do with the information or the lack thereof that you have with these deals coming to the table. And then you would know who's on your team, who's not, and you'll have discernment moving forward to know who to address and add on to your team again and who to just let go. Not every investor is an investor that you want. Not every deal is a deal that you want as well. I know that's right. You talking that talk and walking that walk. All money ain't good money. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, there's people like say you got a deal under contract and you're trying to, you know, sell it to some buyer. And they're like, well, what do you got under contract for? And what is this? And what is that? You know, I don't want them negotiating my fee. Does the numbers work right. for you? Does the numbers right. work for you? I'm not going to sit up here and. That you beat me up and try to, you know, drop the low because if the numbers work, the numbers work, regardless of if I make five dollars or five million dollars on a deal, you know, and I want to make right, right, (laughs) right. And and Chris, you you just made a great point. Um, Another thing that I have learned is to have my own contract for my JV deal. I tell you what I'm going to pay you. You do not let anyone tell you what they're going to get out of a deal that you are creating yourself. So if you have your contracts in place and Chris have some great contracts that you can amend and change to fit your own needs and what you're trying to do, but um, have your contracts in place. So when you're going to buyers, you uh, sellers, you know exactly what contract you need, you know the price. When you're going to individuals that you want to joint venture the deal and or JV the deal again, this is when one or more was actually uh, do the deal together. You have a set fee that you're willing to pay them for the deal, whether it's, I don't know, let's say 20% of the deal or flat out $5,000 uh, check that you're going to give them as, if the deal goes through. You have your numbers before someone try to give you theirs. Okay. That's right. That's right. You're dropping that knowledge, Danny Lou. You, you're learning quick. We're going to see you all the way know, at the top right? in a minute. I already see you. I Chris, see you climbing that ladder. Chris, hey, Chris, I learned from the best, man. You better know it. That's right. You got to roll with some heavy hitters and some killers. Put some killers on your team. So, yeah, that's right. definitely uh, the, the thing. Because, you know, these people are slick out here. It's some slicky boys and some slicky girls. You know, they'll try to move and maneuver and make your stuff what they want. Like, nah. And that's why I say make sure that paperwork's straight because everything else, they can say what they want with their mouth. I want my paperwork straight. Right. Paperwork right. has to be right. So that's definitely and, thing. And, uh, Chris, uh-huh. I got to add too, this is not the type of industry or environment you want to be in if you're timid, scared, shy, you know, um, you'll let people get over on you. This ain't what you want to be. Mm, uh-huh. So it's not for the weak or faint-hearted, huh? Ah, uh-uh, no, no, no. But see, you have to give it to them in layman's turn because some people don't understand all that. So if you weak, if you scared, 
If you shy, then stay in church. <laughs> I'm kidding. But this ain't for you, man. You really have to have tough skin. And being a woman in a male-dominated industry, you have to have tough skin. But you also have to have people on your side like Chris that you can reach out to and or nowhere or Randall if you want a more feminine approach to things that you can reach out to and they help you and, and guide you through the process. Definitely, definitely. And just like they say here, Angela say finding someone you can trust is a tough one for sure, but you got to do it. It's a necessary evil. You know, you, you might have had a bunch of friends when you were younger, but as you get older, you start noticing your friends may be smaller, but you got to have good quality people around you. You should have quality over quantity. Wouldn't you agree, Danny? Hey, man, I know that's right. <laughs> just say, I got 50 friends. Right. Let's give me five or six good ones. You know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. It's serious. That's right. Keeps Hands good down, people. 100%. Yep, yep. So let's see here. Uh, she's smart. Not many do this when it comes to JV deals. Yep, you smart, Danny. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> she's staying woke. So that's how we're going to do it there. So, you got to uh, stay woke, man. You got to <laughs> know about this environment. Stay again. woke and wind up broke. <laughs> right? <laughs> Say that again, Chris. <laughs> I said, stay woke or wind up broke. <laughs> Yo, Chris be cracking me up, man. That's right. Stay woke around up, bro. And you know what, Chris? Ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you either. They ain't. And that's another thing I want to mention, too. You know, dealing with title companies, attorneys, uh, real estate agents, other wholesalers, other investors. You got to really almost know everybody's position in the game to kind of really do the right thing, in my opinion. Because, you know, they may be making mistakes over here or here. You might can help them along with what they're doing. And when you start learning the game as you go along, like, hey, you know, tighten it, you know, not tell them what to do, but tell them, hey, yeah, right here, you know, um, normally when we do this, we typically do it this way to try to make it right. you know, a smooth transition. You know, you don't want to come off like, oh, I'm right. going to tell you how you do your deal. But, you know, I see people making mistakes all the time. Title companies making mistakes, paying too much money out, messing up stuff. I send them an extra document, you know, when you do a wholesale deal, a purchase and sales agreement a uh, assignment agreement and I send them over that um, another document that I created called like closing instructions tells you who the buyer is, who the seller is, who's the wholesaler, how much the wholesale fee is um, and all of that information all on one sheet, real smooth and simple. So they don't have to wonder and they still go mess it up. How can they do that? <laughs> how can you mess up someone well, that's already there? They still mess it up. Right. And you know what? <clears throat> Some people, what I've learned off this one deal as well, um, some people actually will get upset when they see the money that you're making. So I, I only post uh, only post your money in these groups where people are actually happy for you and celebrating you because $12,000 may not mean much to some people, but to me, it put me in a different tax bracket this year, right? Um, so I will say while you're wholesaling as well, just be very um, cognitive of your tax bracket that you're coming up in. So your whole life is changing. You're about to be doing your taxes even different. Um, but it's it's a lot of it, it was a lot of fun with this deal. It's a lot of fun learning about these different things because real estate, making money in real estate, the possibilities are limitless you can make money off of paperwork you can make money off of selling you can make money off of showing properties staging them it's a lot of different ways you can make money in real estate so if you want to enter into real estate just ease your way in on a different level it's many different levels to this thing you don't have to start at wholesaling you don't have to start at fixing and flipping Start at just getting to know what properties are, what areas, what zones, you know, but do your research and you want to be able to bring value to your deal. I actually um, learned that as well, just helping someone else, because once I posted my deal in these different groups that I, I'm in, I would say I had like 100 inboxes on how did I do it? Where did I start? <laughs> What am I doing? <laughs> you know, and um, one thing that I told this young lady, you have to add value to your deal for the sellers. You know, you have to uh, for the buyers. I mean, you have to at least find out what the city is doing in the next five years. Of course, find out the comps in the area. But 
be able to bring this deal to potential buyers with extra information about the area as well, because that's more interesting information and it's going to entice them to want to buy it even, even more. Definitely. They're going to, you're going to attract motivated sellers. You want to attract motivated buyers. If you can find a motivated buyer, because there's people right now looking to try to close a deal before the year is out for their taxes. They want to buy a deal and close a deal this year to save on their money for their taxes. So they don't you know, have to pay more money going into 2020. So that's what I was saying earlier about knowing different positions. You know this stuff. You can't know it all in one day. It takes time. Right. But as you go, keep growing, keep learning, keep developing yourself, work harder on yourself than you do on a job. And next thing you know, the money will just fall in your lap. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Danny, uh, how do people connect with you on uh, social media or if they want to connect with you outside of uh, after watching this stream here? Well, um, social media is just a different aspect of myself. Danny Lou is just this social media character, but my name is Danielle. I am a professional in many different uh, facets and different things that I do. You all can give me a call. My phone number is 757-945-70. You sure you want to do that? Huh? You sure you do that? <laughs> well, yeah, they saw my business card. This is my uh, number strictly for wholesaling and everything ah. dealing with real estate. Just make so sure. I have, you know, I have two lines now, Chris. Don't worry about it. I got oh, two okay, lines Okay, go ahead. Get, drop your info. My bad. So, <laughs> Chris, are you sure you want to do that? All right. So the phone number is. Y'all see it? They can see it, Chris. No, there's. A, yeah, I can see it. Seven five seven nine four five seven zero two nine. Yep. Or you can email me at Danielle the Investor D A N I E L O E. T H E investor at gmail.com. And if it needs to sell, call Danielle, honey. Look at you getting them rhymes all the time. That's how we get on the grind and make them make up their mind. <laughs> get the rhymes all the time. You too much. You are too much. You be lit, Craig. You really do. <laughs> you got to get some stuff to make people remember you because if they don't know you, they can't flow you. Simple as that. They got to know who I you know, are. I know. I know. So that's I right. love it. So that's cool. Cool. Uh, any other jewels or anything else that you're doing that you want to share with the community before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? No, I just want us all to be successful. And I really do want us all to win. Um, I, I want that for each and every last one of us. That's what I want. And if I can do anything to help you get there, I'm willing. That's right. Capable, able, and willing. So that's good, Miss Danny. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, for people that are watching yeah. here, if you're watching the replay, post your comments down in the uh, comment section. If uh, if it's a question that can be answered, we'll get to it after the stream uh, and watching it just like that. So other than that, Danielle, thank you for coming on, okay? All right, cool. Thank you, Chris, for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. So that's how we do it, family. Each and every Monday night right here, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, we're bringing some value to you. We got a couple of nice streams coming up in the next couple of weeks. Next Monday night, we'll be on with, uh, we'll be talking about getting your leads ramped up for 2020, how to get more leads than you can ever even process. Is that possible? More leads than you can process. That's a lot of leads. That's a bold claim, but uh, I think it's possible. If you're looking for property information, addresses, uh, and a bunch of information to try to find and get your leads and keep that pipeline full. Wokesource.com is the website you want to go for that. Wokesource.com, aka PropStream. Check that out and you can uh, you'll, you can get up to 10,000 records per month. That's a lot of people. And you can even get more than that after the uh, trial. Get you a free seven-day trial at Wokesource.com. Check it out. I would say just go do it. Sign up. See if it's something that works for you. Get so many leads. You're like, man, I can't process all this. There's too many people to call. I can't dial fast enough. My fingers don't work fast enough to work this thing. So you do that. Check it out. Wokesource.com and you'll be hooked on that. And if you're looking for contracts, cool gear or coaching, just like Danielle said, they're the great paperwork to make that paperwork. Wokerealestate.com is the website you want for that. Wokerealestate.com. So like I said, next week we'll be on talking about getting those leads up. Uh, coming into January, we got a stream coming up with House Buying Brian out of Texas. Um, we'll be on with uh, Brian Arigbu coming up next month as well. And we got some other heavy hitters lined up for you, and we'll get you more info on that as we come closer to the time. For those who are not following me on Instagram, what are you doing? Follow me on IG at 
Chris Monroe STL. As a matter of fact, that's all of my social media at Chris Monroe STL, regardless if you like Snapchat, regardless if you like Twitter, regardless if you like Instagram, regardless if you like Facebook. We don't care. We're everywhere. Chris Monroe STL is the handle wherever you want to go. So if you don't have any other questions, comments, concerns about to roll up out of here and do some more woke stuff, let's see if we had anything else. Yep, they still just saying thank you, congratulations, all that good stuff. Great, great, great. So that's going to do it, family. Appreciate you all. Like this video. Like it. Give it a, just take a time. If you haven't already, like the video, share the video, do what you do, be who you be, and I'll see you before you see me. Peace out, family. And we have!